Welcome to Whitlock and the Vaughn, a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball.com. I'm your host, Aaron Whitlock, joined as always by the J.R. Smith of podcasting, John Kaminsky Vaughn. Please give us a follow at WATV underscore Fanball, and remember that you can watch us live every Monday at 6 on Periscope. Uh, Well, JK, we made it. Here for week two. Haven't been fired yet. Feels pretty good, I'd say. Uh, we've outlasted Barstool Van Talk into episode two, so I'd say that's a bonus. Aaron, I will say you're looking particularly good today. I think those wi- those wine and gold colors on you look pretty, 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 pretty good. Mm, <laughs> we'll get back to that later. I don't have much to say. Oh, God. Um, I do want to take a quick, uh, quick chance. We've gotten some feedback after the first episode. Um, for those of you who haven't played daily fantasy basketball before... Um, Fanball is a great place to get your feet wet for the first time. No huge entry fees, no sharks. Uh, it, it's a scoring system that's really easy to learn. If you follow the NBA, you will pick up pick up on this immediately. And if you don't, that's what we're here for, to give you a little uh, advice, little helpful tips to make sure that you can compete. But it's a good way to earn a little extra beer money for the end of the week. Gives the NBA games a little extra jazz, a little uh, reason to watch. So Hop on over to Fanball, check it out. We've got great content over there to help you uh, to compete, to be competitive, uh, and, and it is. It's it's made for the uh, for the newbies out there, for those who uh, are taking their first dive into daily fantasy. Um, so with that out of the way, uh, no such thing as a dull week in the NBA. It's the <laughs> league that just keeps on a giving. Uh, let's get right into uh, to the swish and brick this week. J.K., you can start us off. My swish is going to be none other than the legendary Juval McGee, Flint, Michigan native, near and dear to Aaron's heart. Mm. Uh, he showed up for opening night for the Warriors. They were accepting their uh, championship rings. His pregame outfit, or his his outfit into walking into the locker room, was something that has never been seen before in NBA <laughs> fashion history. <laughs> McGee was wearing just a basic you know sweater and jeans, but around his waist. He had a fanny pack on. And let me tell you that I am actually in on the fanny pack trend for all those on Periscope, as you can see. If you're just listening right now, it's just JK kind of pointing to his crotch at this goofy-looking... I actually have a fanny pack on today. <laughs> but it's very convenient. It can hold your keys, your phone. What is that made out of? Phone, a faux leather. It's like mm. a fake leather. Did you get that in New York? Uh, Walmart. $10. <laughs> very wise $10 investment I made, yeah. Are you actually going to start wearing this thing around? Maybe. You never know. <laughs> put Keep my pockets empty, you know? Sometimes you find stuff you put in your pocket. You can't have too much clutter in your pocket. It's always nice to have a little extra pocket space. So is JaVale McGee now both the first NBA champion with a rat tail and first champion with a fanny pack? Yes, uh, that's definitely 100% true. I also want to think that the if he put the ring in the fanny pack, that has to be the first time ever that a champ- NBA championship ring has ever been put inside a fanny pack. And probably for good He's a man reason. of first. He's breaking records on day one of NBA. Breaking so my swish barriers. was Javal McGee rocking the fanny pack night one. Bringing it back. All right, my swish. This is uh, going to be slightly more controversial, I have a feeling. Uh, I might get killed for this one. It didn't, uh, didn't go well for Skip Bayless. Let's see if I can pull this off any better. 
my uh, my switch of the week. We're gonna go back in uh, back in time here. We've kind of moved on from this, but uh, my switch is the aftermath. The aftermath of the Gordon Hayward injury. Oh man! Now <laughs> I want to be clear. I did not take any joy in watching Gordon Hayward break his ankle. Uh, if I could have avoided seeing it, like if I'd have missed it live, I just wouldn't have watched it. I'm, I'm very squeamish with that. Uh, I wish it wouldn't have happened. I wish Gordon Hayward the best in his road to recovery. I hope it's quick. I uh, hope he comes back better than ever. Uh, he seems, by all accounts, like a really good guy. Um, but with a week to reflect on it, a little time has passed, a little less sensitive. I can take some joy in seeing the Boston fan base suffer. I, re- I really do take some joy in that. It's an insufferable fan base. They've just won so much. They've won in every major sport, and yet they're still just sort of like, oh, we're the downtrodden. Everybody beats up on us. Oh, we're, we're the bad guys. Oh. It's an attitude that that really bugs me, and so to see them now kind of lighting their hair on fire and just wondering, you know, what could have been, that brings me some joy. But more importantly, more importantly, this might have answered a big question for me, JK. Now, you know, NBA free agency season, huge part of the year, right? Oh, the be- almost, probably the best. It might be the, the best. Playoffs, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So I consider myself to be something of a, uh, what I like to call a, a religion free agency, all right? or a free agent. I'm looking. I'm looking for the right team. I've dabbled here and there. I'm looking for my squad. All right, and and following this injury, I'm kind of thinking maybe Mormonism is the way to go. (laughs) What makes you say that? I I feel like Mormonism is a hot and upcoming team. Mormons are like the 76ers of the religion world. You got to trust the process. Listen. Trust the process when it comes to Mormonism. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't even know like what the Mormon God is. I just keep calling it the Mormon God. I don't know. I assume there's like an actual name or something I could probably look up very easily. But I, I think I'm, it's just I'm also God. lazy. No, I think there's I think there's a name, Alex. I, I think I would right. know as somebody who might be converting to Mormonism. Okay. Why don't you pump, right. pump the brakes there? Research into this. But but. If it's not a sign that the Mormon God is finally sort of getting into the game here, that Gordon Hayward got hurt five minutes in to his first game as a Celtic after leaving Utah, mm. then what is, JK? Mm. What is? That's like the straw that finally yeah, broke a, the camel's back. Make a good argument there. That, that's, sure. that's what it was. You know, he saw saw the 97-98 finals, and he's just like, all right, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that go. I'll let the, you know, look at Jordan. I'm going to let him have his, uh, have his happiness. Saw the South Park episodes. Mm-hmm. Book of Mormon. No, no, no I'm just going to leave it. Great play. Heard the jokes about the sister wives on TLC. Didn't touch it. <laughs> but Gordon Hayward and his goofy haircut leaving Utah, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. That was too far. So with that cleared up, we got a big new Mormon. Is it a Mormon church? Is it a synagogue? Is it a temple? I don't know. There's a huge uh, one over in Unionville. I, I might have to drop by now. There, There's one in, in Unionville? Yeah, it's wow, humongous. I did not know it's that. It's a giant church. Oh, it looks like it's a church. Yeah, I, I remember I started working here when it was under construction. I was like, what the hell is that thing? This is like as big as a high school or something. Pretty badass, Jeez. I got to say. It's gigantic. Trust That's the unbelievable. No, I'll have to, yeah. I'll Church, have to of Church of the Latter-day Saints. Church of the Latter-day Saints. <laughs> and yes. so with that out of the way, let's, let's go to your brick, JK. Uh, my brick is going to be, I had two jotted down. I'm going to go with my second one. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, rookie for the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. First day, first game. He's on the bench. A couple of the vets pick 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 out that he forgot to put on his jersey. He's so nervous for his first NBA game that he forgets <laughs> to put on his jersey. So Bismarck Biombo had someone film it. He he had Isaac's jersey on on the bench 
when the game started. And he said something to Isaac, hey, man, you got your, you know, you got your jersey on? You see Isaac look into his warm-ups and go, <laughs> oh, shit. No, I don't have it on. <laughs> Biombo holds it right in his face. He said, you forgot your jersey, Rook. Gives it to him. He He's on the bench. The game is in play. He runs back to the locker room. Takes off. All, he's got so many warm-ups on, he can't oh just slip the God. jersey on. So he goes back to the locker room, gets undressed, puts the jersey back on, and then comes back out to the bench with the jersey on. <laughs> Unbelievable. If you want to see it, uh, go to Bismarck Biombo's, uh Twitter. He uh, he tweeted out the video of it all happening. It was uh, pretty epic. I will say, you know, there's many trials and tribulations of an NBA rookie, but that story will probably live in the lures of NBA look, NBA rookies all time probably is forgetting your jersey night one. That's pretty unbelievable that you could that you could forget that. I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of something like I've come into the office oh without God. my computer before, I guess. But it's just yeah, it's hard to fathom. Like day one, like day one, your first job, you'd be like, yeah, I yeah, forgot my computer. It's all the way back home. I've lived two hours away. I'll be back in two, you know, four hours. Two there, back. two two back. Oh boy. All right, my brick of the week. I'm staying. I'm very non secular this week. Uh, I, I'm feeling the religious undertones. I've got uh, my brick involves my boy, but not really my boy, Andre Drummond, Connecticut mm. native, current Detroit Piston. That's right. The JJ Watt of the NBA. UConn's finest. One of the corniest dudes on Twitter. Uh, drives me insane. So somebody, uh, somebody tweeted at Andre Drummond that said, "I will give somebody a thousand dollars if they can tell me one thing at Andre Drummond has improved since his rookie year." And Andre Drummond replied to this, and he said, "My faith in Christ." Oh. Which you know what? Good for Andre Drummond. That's fantastic. I'm not here to I'm not here to knock that, but it's also not applicable. We know what we're talking about. We're talking about the NBA. If my boss came up to me and was like, "Aaron, what have you improved since you started here on the job?" and I was like, "Well, Chris, I've improved my jump shot. It's gotten a lot better." <laughs> He'd be like, "What the hell are you talking about? That has nothing to do with your job here. Like, are you some kind of asshole?" Like. <laughs> Oh, man. It, it doesn't work that way. I mean, this is some of these tweets. Don't judge me until you know me. Don't underestimate me until you challenge me. Don't talk about me until you've talked to me. <laughs> you sound like quotes from like a, a religious book or something. He's got to be reading some Proverbs, like, verse one, chapter he's, 13. He's going through Instagram and looking at like <laughs> motivational quotes. He's, he's on Tim Tebow's Instagram and just ripping the quotes right from his Instagram. Walk away from anything that gives you bad vibes. There's no need to explain or make sense of it. It is your life. Do what makes you happy. I assume that's a strategy about free throw shooting. He just walks away from it. He's like, this doesn't make me happy. I, I don't have to make sense of it. You know what? I'm just going to walk away from this. 42% is good with me. That's fine. Oh, goodness gracious. He drives me crazy. Did you see Reggie Jackson throwing a little shade his way? No, I didn't. What did he say? So uh, he was asked. Uh, it was partially about the officiating, but Reggie Jackson's quote was, we were a lot quicker after Andre Drummond. He fouled out of their loss to the Wizards. Okay. We were a lot quicker, and we were finally allowed to play basketball, was the quote. Now, some are interpreting oh. that as shade towards the referees because there were some questionable foul calls that game. Others are taking as that straight at, at Andre. But they went on like a 17-2 to run after he wow. fouled out. Made it a game. Were again. they doing the hack-a-shack, like hacking him for making him shoot free throws? No, or not even was, that. No. Just slowing the pace down, slowing the game down? He just, I mean, he just hasn't played well to start the season. He had a oh, no. good game against the Knicks. That's been his best game of the season, their last their that's last outing, saying, but it's not. That's yeah. not saying much, but yeah. So I that's guess. that's my brick of the week. Let's move on to our, our fantasy-focused studs and duds segment. Ooh. Uh, I think I have first, right? You go first. We're gonna, we switch up the, uh, the style a little bit on this. We're going to go you for Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'll take Thursday, Friday. Okay, so I got Tuesday slate. 
I'm very ad- okay. So this I was really pissed about. <laughs> Nikol Nikola Vucevic. That's a hell of a name. Is that his? I think that's how you, you said it. Right? You nailed Vucevic? it. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic, Orlando Magic center, did not get Player of the Week. Rightfully so. It went to Giannis. Obviously, he gets Player of the Week. He had an absurd, absurd week. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just nail this name, which I still refuse to say because I know I'm going to screw it up, and then just call him Giannis? Giannis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you na- what, you what nailed this name? goofy Russian name. How do you say name? his first name? It's just Giannis. Giannis? It's Giannis. just Giannis. Okay, Giannis. so Giannis gets, Giannis the Greek freak gets Player of the Week. Vucevic is averaging 27, 10, and 3 on 68% shooting. Did not win Player of the Week because Giannis was just absurd this week. So my stud for Tuesday... Is Vucevic. Now he he's probably one of the few guys who has the luxury of playing the Brooklyn Nets twice in four games. Wow. And by the Brooklyn Nets, I mean the floodgate nets. Their defense <laughs> has been atrocious. They're giving up 121 points per game through three games. Abysmal with a capital A. Uh, so he went for uh, I had him actually in one of our internal fantasy leagues. He went for uh, 62. Fanball points last time they played last Tuesday. 41 points, 12 boards for him. He is criminally, criminally underrated in this league. In his years with the Atlanta Magic, he's averaged a double-double in four out of his five years with the Magic. Four out of five years, he's averaged a double-double. And he gets no love. It's no he play. plays for the Magic. I know that. Nobody's watching I know games. that, but still. He's, yeah, you're spot I on. Mean, you can, I mean, he's one of the better centers in the league probably. And he just gets no play. So my guy, he was 6,700 last week. He'll probably be around that He's going to keep range. creeping up if he keeps playing this I way. I mean, if he puts up 62 fanball points uh, a couple, last week, yeah, he will creep up a little bit. But I don't think maybe a couple hundred. It's a, it's a slow-moving process, yeah, yeah. It's a slow process, especially this early in the season. So that's my stud for Tuesday is Vucevic against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, just anytime you get the Brooklyn Nets, just – just pull the trigger. Their pace is so I mean, they just don't care. They're yeah. up and down the court. They want they're one of the faster teams in the league. I mean, you saw their just, opener was what, one forty to one thirty one in regulation? They, they play, yeah, they're just all about the offense, no defense. Yeah, it's so. it's it, an interesting brand of basketball to be certain. But yeah, tar- target the Nets in fantasy, absolutely. Oh yeah, every, every time. It's like it's like targeting the Browns in fantasy football. Every time you see the <laughs> target the whoever's defense is playing the Browns, target them. Uh, my dud is DeAndre Jordan versus the Utah Jazz. Uh, just two words, Stifle Tower. Don't want none. Guy's a beast. Uh, four games last year versus the Stifle Tower, Jordan only averaged about 30 fanball points. And the Jazz are only giving up 34 fanball points to opposing centers so far this, this season. So Stifle Tower's got a lot to do with that. He's tough on any big man. I know Jordan's one of the top ones, especially in the West. Um, but he's already played against Cat uh, and uh, Jokic, held them and in check. he's held them in check, both of them. So I think I would stay away from Jordan here. I know he had a big big day against the Lakers, opening night for them. Uh, stay away from Jordan on uh, Tuesday. All right, moving right along. And then I have, okay, yeah, I have Wednesday. I got to show love to my guy, Kevin Love. <laughs> Wednesday, Brooklyn Nets. Target the Brooklyn Nets all day if you can. Uh, seven thousand seven hundred ish price. Um, again, their Nets defense is terrible. Uh, we talked about it last uh, Tuesday. Uh, he's still in the power forward positional category, even though he's starting center for hmm. the Cavs. So you look out for that. Get him at the forward center or the power forward, either however you want to work your lineup. But look out for that. He was seven thousand seven hundred last week. 
Uh, last year against the Nets, he averaged 38 fan ball points. And the Nets are like second. I think I had it. They're the fourth worst against centers and fifth worst to power forwards in the league and fantasy. That's without Oof. Brooke Lopez, who they traded him to the Lakers this year. They got Mozgov, but he's terribly slow. So go with my guy, Love, Wednesday, stud. Uh, I'm going to move on to the dud, Kyle Lowry, point guard at Golden State. Golden State's gotten off to a rough start, and I feel like you know they went to China for the preseason, so I feel like they're just kind of getting their legs under them, and they're going to be pissed off. They went one and two in the first week, which was kind of... They're throwing mouth yeah. guards. They're, yeah. they're showing Get, ring fingers. Yeah, showing ring fingers. They're all discombobulated. Exactly. So uh, Kyle Lowry at Golden State. Uh, I just don't like it. Uh, I think I just, there's nothing really stat-wise. I just don't like it. I think Curry's – I mean, you just look at the human eye. Curry you got to go Lowry, with your gut yeah, sometimes. Quicker. Yeah, you just got to go with your gut. Curry's quicker. He's got his hands full on athlete. defense. Yeah, Curry's a better defender than Lowry. Uh, I just – and it's a savage, savage road trip for the Raptors here. Uh, they go Monday versus San Antonio, come Wednesday to uh, Oakland, and then they go Friday – Friday versus the Lakers. So it's a big West Coast swing early in the year, which kind of throws guys for a loop traveling on those time zones really early in the year. So it's a big coming off a tough game versus Spurs on Monday, Wednesday. Stay away from Kyle Lowry. All right, I like it. Moving on to Thursday, <clears throat> I'll step in here. My stud, D. Marcus Cousins of the New Orleans Pelicans. He's going to be making his first trip back to Sacramento after being traded last year. He played against the Kings once last year, but that was in New Orleans, and he dropped 37-13 and 13 on the Kings for 69. Ooh. Nice. Fanball points. <laughs> uh, Boogie's off to a great start this year. He's got three straight triple-doubles. Uh, hasn't scored fewer than 51 fanball points. Uh, I expect he's he's still got a lot of anger and resentment towards the Kings organization on the way he went out. You saw the comments he made on those way out the door calling them cowards, called the trade a coward move. Didn't like the way he was handled by Vladi Divac, uh, you know, kind of asking him in the weeks leading up, you know, do you like this player? We could bring this guy in. And then, you know, felt like he was kind of stabbed in the back with the trade. So mm-hmm. I expect him in his first trip back to really oh, yeah. try and uh, revenge. Yeah. Get some revenge, oh, yeah. get some anger out and uh, Gotta roll that out. And I think that's a that's a must play there. My dud, um, I'm hitting this for the second time in two weeks, Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie going to be playing the Bucks again, second time this year. Uh, you, you can tell Kyrie's getting a little frustrated mm-hmm. here. Playing against the 76ers mm-hmm. on the way out. Fan asked Kyrie, uh, hey, where's LeBron at? And Kyrie, he didn't like that too much. Gave him a little SMID. Uh, that was his, his response. Cost him 25K? A little 25K. I would think for 25K, he probably wishes he said something a little different. Like, got at least a little bit of a oh, different yeah. burn You're get your money's there. worth. Ask my D for 25K? Come on now. That's Cousins has said far worse, and he's gotten suspended that too. <laughs> or fine that, excuse me. Right, or I mean, you could have made some sort of, I don't know, your mom joke at the the fans' like yeah. expense, something, you know. He's, uh, I don't know. But uh, I hate to keep harping on Ky- Kyrie, but especially when you look at the slate on, uh, on Thursday, there's only five games, and you've got some just awful teams where it's hard for me to call out a bust or a dud. Uh, Chicago, Atlanta, Sacramento in action. And then some of the matchups uh, I expect to be pretty high scoring. Portland and uh, the Los Angeles Clippers are going at it. Hard to take a dead there. So this this feels right. You've got Brogdon, Snell, Middleton, Giannis. They're extremely lengthy. They make it very tough on opposing teams. And we saw this when they played the Bucks last week. They're gonna force. They're gonna try and force Kyrie to pass the ball off and make someone else beat them. I mean, it's a lot like what you saw with Isaiah Thomas last year with the Celtics, where yeah. yep. 
everybody collapses. Everyone's going to collapse on him. He's going to kick it out to a bunch of to either Jalen Brown or less Tatum, less than average three point shooter, and say make those guys beat us. Yep. And if they, if they can't hit some shots, Kyrie will rack up the assists and he'll be fine. He only scored thirty two fan ball points in that first matchup. Uh, that's not nearly enough. He needs at least forty four really to justify his cost of he, he's up at the high. 8,800 kind of range. So mm-hmm. I like him to to bust on Thursday. Moving along to Friday, my stud, perhaps not particularly imaginative, but Russell Westbrook. Um, <laughs> this is a rematch of one of the best games we've had so far early in the season. Um, and, and I want to take a quick aside. What did you think of the Wiggins game winner? Would you call that clutch or luck? Luck. Yeah, I think so too. Off the backboard, didn't really have a ton of touch. No, I mean, he's, he's halfway between the three-point line and, and I mean, he court. really had – the only thing he really did himself well was create a little space, and, I mean, really he had nobody in front of him. He got space to get the shot up. And I don't want to discredit Wiggins. He shot 10 for 20 from the field, 2 of 7 from beyond the arc. Um, and he scored 11 of Minnesota's final 15 points, so a huge credit to him. But off the glass from that Luck, range, yeah. it was – Pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. But uh, Russ is still clearly the guy uh, to have in fantasy. You can see he's still still stuffing the stat sheet. He had a triple-double in the opener, double-double in his third game. I'm kind of throwing out that second game against Utah. Again, we talked about it. Crazy things happen in Utah. Very boring place. Guys get kind of, you know, complacent. You got the Mormonism thing going boss. on. Mormon guy doing doing work. He did. He put up like nine points in that game, but just forget about that. He, it was Joe Ingles. That's what it was. Uh, Joe Ingles. He was afraid of getting ripped on social ripped media by <laughs> Joe Ingles. It was in his head. Um, Joe Ingles slowly crawling up the uh, the savage NBA inst- uh, social media. He's like a sleeper, yeah, yeah, in the world of yes, he is of internet savages yep. in the NBA. Yep. slowly, slowly but surely making his way up. Um, but Russ had 56 fan ball points in his game against Minnesota. Uh, I like him to uh, to exact some revenge, maybe drop a triple-double in that game on Friday. My dud for Friday is going to be John Wall. Uh, interesting little stat that kind of emerged when I was looking this up. Uh, John Wall has struggled in Oracle Arena. Does not hmm. do well out in Oakland. Um, he's scoring nearly 20 fewer fantasy points out in Oakland in games against Golden State than he is back in Washington. Um, over the last three years, Wall has averaged just 34 fan ball points at Oracle, and he's never once top 40. While in the same three years, while playing the Warriors in Washington, he's averaged 52 fan ball points against the Warriors. Wow. So for whatever reason, he's just he struggles out there. Um, he's going to need to drop 45 to 50 points to be a good value at the cost he's at. He's right around 89. He could creep up to 9,000 by the time this game comes around. Um, I think he'll I think he'll bust on Friday. So we'll move now into Saturday when we're going to split this up a little bit. JK will take the stud for Saturday. I will take the dud. So go ahead and lead us off. Uh, Damian, Damian Lillard versus Phoenix on Saturday. Uh, the Suns are the hottest mess in the NBA right now. It's not even close. <laughs> not even close. That's a garbage fire on the sun. That's uh, what that Bledsoe's is. requesting a trade. He tweeted, I don't want to be here, all this and that. Uh, they're, oh, they're terrible on defense, too. They're giving up a league high, 69 fan ball points to opposing point guards. Uh, again, 69. Nice. Um, by this time, you know, by the time the game comes around, Bledsoe could be gone too. You never, you don't know who's going to play point guard. That's a very good On point. On Saturday, he could be gone. So you don't know who's going to be playing point guard for them. And they, uh, Dame's already uh, faced the Suns on 10-18, and he went for 48.75 fan ball points. He tore him up. And I don't even think he played most, if not no, he had lim- fourth. lower minutes than what yeah, he's used to. And he still delivered 48, almost 49 fantasy points. So 
Feel free to plug in Dame and look for Dame to make Suns one of his next punchlines at his in his new rap album. Uh, it's debuting next off season. Dame Dalla. Yeah, look for Dame to turn the Suns into a punchline. Uh, dud to Aaron. Dud gonna go with James Harden. Uh, he's checking in at right around ten four right now, ten thousand four hundred. Uh, that could go either way throughout the week. This is less a statistical thing and more uh, just a feeling, kind of going back to that. Uh, this will be the fourth game in six days for Houston. It'll be the second half of a back-to-back. Their second time playing Memphis this week. You know Memphis is a team that likes to slow it down a little bit. They're they're slowly creeping out of the grit and grind era, but that's still at the heart of who they are. They're still one of the slower teams of the league in terms of pace. Um, and Harden at this price needs insane production to hit his value. I mean, we're talking, he needs in the realm of 55 to 60 fan ball points at the current cost that he's at. I think fatigue sets in a little bit. The Rockets are not a particularly deep team. The loss of Chris Paul hurts them. You've seen, uh, Maury's already kind of shopping around looking for another point guard just for some, ro- some depth and some rotational help, uh, so that's my dud for the loss of Paul is definitely going to catch up to them for sure. Like you said, especially Absolutely. in a week where they've got so many games going on. Yeah. Eventually um, catch up to them. And then finally on Sunday, my stud is going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis. By the end of the year, I think I'm going to be able to spell his last name without having to like <laughs> flip back and forth between internet tabs 500 times. I'm God. hoping to pronounce it by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, I mean, what can you say about this guy? He's got the highest usage rate in the league, leads the league in scoring. He's fourth in steals. And he's going to be playing an Atlanta team that is just dreadful. Uh, they're giving up the third most points to small forwards dating back to last season. I know we have him at shooting guard, but he's really a natural small forward. Mm-hmm. Could even play power forward, really, if you wanted to. Look for him. Even even at an insane 10-9, he's the highest-priced player right now in, in fan ball. Uh, I, I say grab him up and, uh, and let him ride. Does he average the fewest dribbles from... The half court line to the basket. I mean, I saw <laughs> him get, get from half court to the basket in one dribble. One. It's his length is insane. Just insane, insane length. It's it's not hyperbole when LeBron and Kevin Durant are talking about he has the potential to be one of the greats to ever play the oh, game. Yeah. If he if he puts the work in, I mean, the athleticism, it, it's there. If he can improve the can continue continue to improve the shooting. Yeah, the shooting is going to be the thing that needs to come from. It's all right there in front of him. Uh, my dud for Sunday, Kristaps Porzingis makes a visit to the land. Kristaps. Uh, he comes into the land first after a matchup Friday night against Brooklyn. So, you know, he's going to be feeling good. He's going to torch Brooklyn like everyone else has torched <laughs> Brooklyn. He's going to be like, I'm the man. The whole Knicks crowd's going to be giving him MVP chance. The game's at the Garden. He's going to be feeling good coming into Cleveland. Perfect time for Cleveland to come in and stomp on that feeling. Take the win right out of his sails. <laughs> They've been good versus the power forward position this year. They're only giving up 38 fan balls or 38 fan ball points. Fan balls. It's a lot of fan balls. I don't know who's going to guard him yet. I think Crowder might get on him. Crowder and Love will rotate on him, I think. It Remains would make more seen. sense for Crowder, I feel like almost. Yeah. Kevin Love's a little too slow, I have a feeling. Yeah. But they played, so four times they played last year, uh, Porzingis and the Cavs. He only averaged 24 fan ball points. Two of those times, he didn't even hit the 10-point benchmark. The So he hates the land. He hates the Cavs. The Cavs are his kryptonite. Stay away from KP. Ah, oh, that hurts me. I, lo- I, I love watching Kristaps play, man. That guy, I feel so bad that he's just oh, stranded yeah. I mean, on he's that the only, I, like it, I think I have a He's the only good thing the Nets have going right now. The only good thing. And they may make a move for Bledsoe. You never know. You mean the Knicks? Yeah, the Knicks. 
said the Nets. Did I? You did. Nah, well, gonna, the Nets don't have anything. We, we've been going. talking a lot of shit about the Nets. Yeah, so it's the okay. Nets don't they're have both, anything going. They're both terrible. Porzingis terrible is the best thing teams. going for the net for the Knicks. I hope he's able to get out of there soon. All well, right, they might get Bledsoe. You never know. Let's get on to three for three. If you're watching on Periscope. <sighs> Or on YouTube, you already yes. know that I clearly have lost this bet. I am rocking a LeBron James jersey right now. Looks good too. I might die. Yeah, there's so many things that irk me about this. Uh, <laughs> I I don't even know where to start. <laughs> At first, it really bothers me that I lost to you. It really that pisses me off. Well, it was a weird week. You had Paul. He missed. The, he missed. The, he missed two games. Two that games, was really yeah. killer. And then, then Swaggy P after a fantastic opener oh, really yeah. kind of shit the bed in the uh, donut against Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't literally. He had a turnover, and which doesn't count against you in fan ball, but uh, it doesn't count for me either. So, mm. so I had yeah. It, it hurts to lose to you because I know how much joy you take in it. So there's that aspect. I had to go out to the mall, which is the pit of hell, to get this shirt. And and I want to tell you, I made two stops. I went into two different shops. And at first, I thought I was going to have to get this god-awful. It was a starter uh, Cleveland Cavaliers baseball uniform, is what it was. Completely button-up, god-awful oh, really? yellow sleeves, just a little bit oversized. I think they only had a large... It was like eighty dollars. I was like, "Oh, oh my no, god, am I really, no. am I really gonna have to can't get this?" So, so thankfully, uh, another another place had the uh, the LeBron James jersey here, which it is a nice dry fit. I will say that Nike's but ni- Nike's nice. I got to give Nike that. I am glad that uh, they've at least switched over. But it makes me support one of the corniest dudes and one dude that like I just really don't care for too much. And LeBron, like LeBron's probably getting like some profit off of this that he's not going to use to pay for a Pandora commercial free app and it just really it really i, I mean i like, would say lebron is trending more upwards and durant is now trending downwards in terms of popularity i i'm i'm part of like i'm part of a darren rovell tweet now like <laughs> lebron james has sold 23 you're million shares you're, damn rovell, last, stat. you're God, part of a damn rovell stat damn it that, that must feel terrible it really bothers me and then the other thing is we had talked about a little bit a little take you behind the curtains here it talked about me when i had gotten the shirt you know, depending on where I could get it from or whatever, to just rip this bad boy, like which would have felt great to just destroy some Cleveland. But I'm gonna be honest, for what this cost, I don't know that I can. I'm cheap as hell. Like I, I can wear this thing like yeah, at least in my gym. house. Yeah, wear it to the gym. Uh, I, I mean, I can find some. some we're playing basketball. It. Uh, so I don't think I can do that now, which which makes me go against my principles. I, this really hurt to lose this one this week. So I'm coming back, new determination. I'm going to win this week. We don't have a bet yet, but I am. I'm thinking we procure like a ghost pepper, uh, some sort of very, something that we're going to have to order via the internet. I want to, I want to get a very hot oh, you pepper. You want to get on the internet. Okay, oh, I so want to go deep. Oh yeah. I, I'm not going to like shop right and getting like a, a jalapeno pepper. I'm, what I, was that one that I've been seeing floating around the spicy chip? It's like the spiciest chip that, ever. That, that's not enough. That's a, not a, enough? A, a chip have is you not seen enough. seen videos? I'm going to. People co- are like, don't look like they're dying. It's w- got the ghost pepper in it. It's just one chip. One chip. Everyone knows the rules. One chip. Everyone knows the rules. We'll I come back. I ghost pepper we, or chip. We, we will nail down through the course of the week, and we'll tweet it out what uh, what the hot item is. But it has to. I'm going to regret this, Scott. I'm going to listen back to this and eat my words because it's going to be me eating this damn pepper. But it's going to be something that brings the pain. So here we go. 3v3. My three players this week. At guard, I'm taking Steph Curry at $9,500. He's got three games this week. I like the matchups. Nobody particularly tough defensively. Um, 
for those playing on the daily level, if Steph starts to creep towards 10, you start to maybe fade that a little bit. But at this price, he's leading the uh, the Warriors in scoring right now. He's going to be the guy I kind of lean on this week. Uh, it's very tough in this this is pared down. I, I really wanted to get Giannis in, but at 10-9 with only no, three players, oh, it's, no, yeah, it's, it's impossible. So uh, with the salary, we're only working with a salary of 18300 So at forward, I'm going with Pau Gasol. Um, as long as as long as Kawhi and Tony Parker are out, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge and a lot of those other guys are going to be asked and called upon to create some offense. Uh, Pau, even at uh, his advanced age, still averaging twenty plus minutes a game. Uh, got three games this week. Like Pau a lot. No back to backs, which is crucial for an older team. And then mm-hmm. finally at uh, at center, I'm going to take bad team, the Atlanta Hawks, but I'll take their center, Dwayne Dedman. He's starting there. He's averaging decent numbers. He's getting 20 plus 20 plus fan ball points a game. He's a guy at 4,300 that you can throw into a lineup as a slight pun. If you can really hit your other marks, um, I'm going to count on him. That's my lineup. I didn't even know who. I had to look up who Dwight Dwayne Deldman was before. When Isn't you, that a great name, though? Up. It's D. Wayne, spelled D-E-W-A-Y-N-E, Deadman. That's that a, a fantastic name. name. That's a very good name. So you're going to be a Deadman. You're going to have to be eating a hot pepper after this week, JK. Spiciest chip. I looked it up. Uh <laughs> Kemba, all right, my point guard is going to be Kemba Walker. He's coming in at 7,400. He's got four games this week, uh, starting against Milwaukee on Monday, Denver Wednesday, Houston Friday, and Orlando Sunday. I like those matchups. Orlando has been, you know, uh, prone to give up points. Houston, coming like you said, four games, six, four games in a six-day stretch, was it, Houston? Yeah. So I like, I like the matchups that Kemba has. Uh, my forward's going to be Serge Ibaka. Going against the LA Lane, LA Lakers on Friday, Golden State on Wednesday, and San Antonio on Monday. He's coming in at five thousand three hundred. I'm going. Will the trill? Will they call his time? He's having a good season. He is. He really year. is. Off to release start here. He gets Phoenix Monday. He got. He's got. That's a juicy matchup. New Orleans Thursday has been giving up a lot of points, and Washington on Sunday to round it out. So those are my three guys. Hit the money right at 18300 Well, those are the stupidest picks I've ever heard. I can't wait to see you fall on your face. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to know. I'm looking to keep the undefeated streak going. So badly don't want to lose again. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, follow uh, the Fanball Twitter account at Fanball. Follow us, uh, WATV underscore Fanball. Uh, remember, we got great contests in the NBA and the NFL, for that matter, at Fanball.com. We're live on Periscope Mondays at 6 p.m. You can follow me at Aaron J. Whitlock on Twitter, uh, JK at JK underscore the Vaughn, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, pretty much anywhere podcasts are served. Uh, Thanks again so much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again, folks. (laughs) 